family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, welcome everybody as we kick off another Case in Point presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strong, president of Paradigm Security Services, and we are excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Atlanta Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Each week, as those of you know that listen in, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we will touch on that and all related aspects of security through the course of each show. Our guest today, I'm very pleased to have with us somebody with uh, Gwinnett Medical Center Foundation, Mr. Jason Chandler. He's the president of that organization. How are you, Jason? Doing great, Rick. How's it going, man? Great. Glad to have you here, man. Uh, there's so much going on in Gwinnett County right now, in Gwinnett County Medical Foundation and the Gwinnett County Medical Facility. Uh, I mean, there's just so much going on with that. we got so many good things with the heart stuff and, and all that. It's, it's, it's awesome. But I wanted to kind of get with you, and before we really get started, I'd like to find out who the people we are we're talking to. So let's just ask the old question, who is Jason Chandler? <laughs> well, uh, I, I think uh, before I left this morning, I, I talked to my wife, and so since we're on, <laughs> on business radio, I've got to plug her new business this year. It's uh, Epi Skin Spa. It's E-P-I skinspa.com and so she's an esthetician over in the Snellville area and um, so I just want to say give a shout out to hey Monty <laughs> hey absolutely <laughs> so I'm husband to Monica I'm, I'm dad to Jacob and Olivia uh, grew up in Knoxville Tennessee uh, go Vols um, you know I, go I, I yeah well I tell all my Georgia <laughs> fans we can we can agree to hate Florida there you go uh, <laughs> but uh, you know grew up in Knoxville and uh, that's where I went to 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 UT Knoxville, met my wife there. Um, ended up going to graduate school in Indiana for philanthropy, nonprofit management. So I like to say I'm the I'm the chief philanthropologist, or uh, <laughs> or the professional beggar, I guess. Yeah, for the, for it works the, for me. Yeah. So I was at Emory for a while, and then Belmont up in Nashville, and then came right back here to where our kids were born, at uh, Gwinnett Medical Center. So you've been hanging around Gwinnett Medical for a few years now. Oh yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a not only employee but a client. <laughs> I hear you. Well, when did you start with Gwinnett Medical? 2009. Um, so I've been there for for 10 years now. That's a long time today for anybody to be in a job, much less one that they love. Well, we've you know we've got a great organization, um, a great mission. There's a lot of things that we can do to make the community healthier. I've got incredible staff um, at the foundation, and our volunteers are just terrific. So it. Um, that alone just makes it hard to even think about going anywhere else. Well, I know that you're, that the foundation itself is the um, uh, financial raising end, the, the 
what do you call it? Uh, we're, we're the fundraising. Fundraising. For the, for I knew I was looking for yeah. something. Yeah, the yeah. fundraising interest. But um, there's a lot of history with GMC going on, and I think they're about to have a birthday, aren't they? That's it, yeah. Um, so I, I am going to tell you that story. We're, we're celebrating uh, 75 years this year of uh, the beginning of uh, Joan Glancy. It's, and old, it's almost as old as Raymer's Dales. <laughs> hey, Raymer. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's really interesting that the whole hospital system started with philanthropy, started with people giving back to the community for things that they saw that they needed. Um, there was a, a, a tragic situation where there was this uh, six, six-year-old little boy named Olin Burnett, and his dad worked for uh, a man named Dick Hull who had a dairy in Duluth. Now, this was a time when there was only 30,000, 40,000 people in all of Gwinnett. There's only, you know. There's 20 times that many now. No kidding. And um, and so he went to his boss and said, you know, I, I, I need the weekend off to bury my son. And Owen was just six years old, and he died unnecessarily because in Duluth, you know, there was only 600 people in Duluth, and there were shopkeepers and farmers, and that was about that was about it. And and there wasn't a doctor. And so the community got together. If you know Catherine Willis, her mm-hmm. family, the Parsons family. They owned the grocery store there, and so everybody rallied there. Farmers came together, um, the whole community, and people were given 25 cents a week, uh, 10 cents a week, in order to get a doctor there and to have what ended up being a one-room clinic to start off with, and it was a, a janitor's closet. Well, uh, Dick Hull, who owned the dairy, his wife um, told her parents about it, and they were up in Michigan, and that's where you get the name Glancy, because General Glancy, he worked for – General Motors at the time, the guy actually named the, the Pontiac. It's just kind of a little bit of information. Cool. And that family lost a daughter named Joan uh, when she was four years old. I think they were vacationing in the Caribbean. There was, it was a similar situation. There wasn't a doctor around, and, and uh, she died unnecessarily. So he was inspired by what all the, the farmers and the community members did in Duluth, Georgia, and so he sent $1,000. Which was a big deal, and That's a lot of money at that time. And at, you know, in the early '40s, uh, late late '30s, that was a that was a that was a big deal. Well, he insisted to come down and see what they had done, and they were all proud of this one room uh, clinic. And he said, "Well, where is it?" You know, and they point. He said, "No, that that's no good. We can't do that." And so he invested lots into building a hospital, uh, a small clinic. Uh, and it was, um, it was, you know, interracial. So they, they, they welcomed um, many different races, all races, um, into the hospital system, which, you know, wasn't always the case um, everywhere yeah, in the United yeah. States. So that was, a, that was fantastic. Well, it, it grew, and um, starting from that one tragic situation, um, you ended up having Button Gwinnett Hospital. Uh, then that turned in, in 1984. We built the South Tower in Lawrenceville. We built the North Tower in 2009. So from that one little small community in Gwinnett, those people coming together uh, to to bring a doctor and in, in, in a clinic, now we have 6,000 employees. There's over 1,000 doctors. Um, there's a billion-dollar budget a year for two different campuses and lots of different uh, facilities uh, around Gwinnett. And, and while it would have at the time been no comfort to the parents who lost their child, you kind of look back and say, how many lives have been saved. How many, Absolutely. And the county grew as the hospital grew. So the, it was economic development implications there and uh, that that one tragic situation and then the philanthropy that responded to it um, really brought us to where we are today, which is uh, one of the best hospital systems in the nation. 
Well, you know, you've got that. A lot of people don't even realize that Joan Glancy is, is part of the Gwinnett Medical. Thing. You know, it's just kind of like that's our hospital and they don't really think about it. But th- those two campuses together make up, they comprise quite a medical staff and quite a medical uh, history to go with the two of them. Yeah. You mentioned the philanthropy. I know that uh, the heart campaign and, you know, you got fishing. Tell us about some of your <laughs> campaigns that are going on right now. Well, you know, just to kind of uh, uh, expand on after um, after the uh, expansion of the hospital, um, we were the largest county in 2008. We were probably the largest county in the nation that didn't have an open heart surgery center, which meant that if you had to, if you had a heart attack at seven o'clock in the morning, you had to get on I-85 and go down to Emory or Piedmont. And many people know that the more time you waste, the more heart muscle uh, dies, and so. The whole community once again came together and uh, helped to bring open heart surgery here uh, to Gwinnett. It's it's interesting because people don't realize that um, you know hospitals, half of all nonprofit hospitals, of which Gwinnett Medical is the only one that's based in Gwinnett, half of all the nonprofit hospitals in the nation they operate at less than one percent operating margin. Um, another way of saying that is it would take a hundred million dollars worth of revenue in order to put one million dollars back on the lot on the bottom line and that helps us to hire new people or build new buildings you know more quickly but with philanthropy that goes immediately to that to the bottom line well with the heart campaign um, just associates at Gwinnett Medical Center out of their paychecks um, gave over a million dollars to bring open heart surgery here we raised almost 10 million dollars for for that for that campaign and it really was crystallized for me just a, a few years ago when I got um, a call from one of the nurses on Five North, and she said, "Jason, you got to come and see this patient. It's amazing. It's a miracle." And I'm like, "All right, all right." So I got over there, and um, the door was cracked open slightly, and she was praying with her son and her daughter. And I mean, she couldn't have been 50 years old. And she was at Gwinnett Medical Center for just like this routine procedure. It was, I think, a I want to say it was like a kidney stone they couldn't blast out. They had to take it out with a little tube, but like right. a 10-minute procedure. But that turned into 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and the surgeon said, we got to get out. There's something wrong. They went upstairs. They discovered that her enzyme levels were off the charts. She had 90% blockage in one artery, 100% blockage in the other artery. It's wow. one of those where if she had had the heart attack, she would have died before she hit the ground. One of those widowmaker type things. Yeah, but she was in the Strickland Heart Center probably years before she otherwise would have been if we had to rely on revenue. And so, you know, philanthropy saved that woman's life, or at least in part, uh, because that open-heart surgery center was right where she needed it to be at that point in her life. And it may not have been there as quickly if the community hadn't come together and the associates. So it was like that was one moment where I thought, you know, what we're doing is saving lives. I mean, we don't have to be smart enough to be doctors or <laughs> nurses, which I'm not. Um you know we can we can do our part and uh, we can make things happen here for uh, for the citizens in Gwinnett and give them the services that they deserve. You know one of them that's one of the most important things that you know people you know always got somebody that's saying well we want to you know give us money here give us money there. You know I think if you take a look at what it is the money goes to and what it really if you stop and take a breath and look at it and then decide what you want to give to it makes a it makes a big difference and the big thing is finding something where that majority of that money doesn't go to administrative costs it actually goes to the reason that the it was formulated right 
which is what the Gwinnett Medical Foundation does. The majority of it goes to the foundation and goes into support of the medical center. Well, the unique thing about about us uh, is that it's a hundred percent because we're 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 associates. Uh, we're employed by the hospital. They pay for our operating expenses, but that enables us to go to donors and say that a hundred percent of what you give goes directly to where you want to designate it. So there's no direct overhead. So, in other words, when Rick Strong writes a thousand dollar check, which I hope you do it today, <laughs> when Rick Strong, I'll call yes, Susan. Yeah, when when you give a thousand dollars to our cancer center, a thousand dollars is going to go to the cancer center. So, by the hospital paying for our operating expenses and then us going out to the community and raising money. We're enabling donors to direct their philanthropy to wherever they want it to go, and 100% is that is where it's going to go. That's terrific because there's so many of them that have so much that goes to administrative stuff. They've got to pay everybody big salaries, and everybody just looks good and all that. And then, you know, they they tout a lot of giving, but the, the bottom line is not a lot of it goes to where it's supposed to go, and that's what turns so many people off. Yeah, there's so much in the news about that, and it's great to. To get that information out, that 100% of it goes to what it's supposed to go to. And I know that y'all working with the hospital as employees, that makes a big difference. It does. It does. And I think that um, one of the reasons why we've been so successful, I think that we've got, I had mentioned before, we've got just an incredible board um, that helps us to raise a lot of money um, in the community. And it enables them, uh, gives them the confidence they need to go out there and say, hey, look, we're not going to waste your money. It's going to go to where, you know, we want it to go, where you want it to go as the donor. Um, there have been so many different things, like just in the last uh, few years that, you know, we've, uh, through, the do- through the donations we've made possible, um, we've expanded our Center for Cancer Care. Um, you know, back in the day, one of the largest uh, – uh, gifts uh, went to cancer, and uh, Mary and Allison Webb, uh, who was married to Jones Webb, and mm-hmm. um, she uh, was kind of a pioneer in the community um, when she was involved with the newspaper and coming out and, and bringing attention to why it's important to get breast screenings. And um, you know, people just didn't talk about it in the 70s and the 80s, and and so we have the Mary and Allison Webb, you know, Diagnostic Center over at, at Gwinnett Medical Center because of it. We've expanded that over the years. The Stricklands have been just incredibly, uh, Clyde and Sandra Strickland have just been absolutely wonderful. God has blessed Gwinnett Medical Center and Gwinnett County through those two people. Um, you know, I, I like to tell the story about when uh, Clyde likes to go fishing, and so I like to go fishing, so hey, let's go out fishing. And uh, one day we were on a fishing boat. He said, Jason, who's going to name that heart center? And I said, well, you are, Clyde. And he said, well, well, what would that take? And I said, well, you know, you and Sandra over the years have given a couple million dollars to different things across the system. And so you're almost halfway there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I can cover that. And he thought about it for a minute. And and, uh, he said, well, can we do it over a few years? Yes, you can. (laughs) We can make that happen. We will help you find How many years you want? (laughs) Yeah. What do I need to do to get you into this philanthropy? Um, but yeah, they uh, they named the heart center. Uh, they also um, have a, a, a diagnostic and screening center over at our um, our breast health center. Uh, they've just helped us even create our graduate medical education program. I was talking about earlier how large we were the largest county in the nation that did not have an open heart surgery center. A few years ago, we we're probably the largest county in the nation that, that did not have an academic medical center. Um, 
but now we do. And part of that is uh, graduate medical education for family medicine, for um, internal medicine. We've got a sports medicine component that's coming online. And uh, we recognize that um, so many tax dollars go into K through 12. You've got Hope Scholarship that goes into you know college, and then there's even medical scholarships. And then I forget the exact statistic, but it's a it's a vast majority. You know, let's say 70% of all of the physicians that do their residency somewhere, that's usually where they hang their shingle. That's, exactly. So they may be in Georgia for 25 years of their life, and then they go up to Pennsylvania to do their family medicine residency, and that's where they, you know. So we needed to keep those physicians here. We wanted to recruit and retain those physicians here. So we have, we have uh, already uh, graduated dozens of them, and most of them are staying here in Gwinnett, and they're practicing here in Gwinnett. So we're growing our own physicians now. And a lot of that had to do with, uh, with uh, Clyde and Sanders Philanthropy. He helped us create a, the Strickland Family Medicine Clinic, which is right over there off of uh, 120 across the street from the hospital. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've had the Ellis family. Uh, Jim and Billy Ellis have been so um, generous to us, helping us to build the Duluth campus, the Duluth Hospital. Uh, they've also helped us with our uh, Diabetes Nutrition Education Center. Um, Frank Cercelli, uh, he named our... Uh, neonatal intensive care unit. Um, that is an awesome. If nobody's ever been and observed that neonatal center, uh, I think that it's still uh, where they can actually get a tour of it and take a look at it. That is one unbelievable. It's amazing. Man, every time I go down there, I, I'm reminded why I put the tie on. And because those little lives, man, I mean, there was a, a great story the other day, Stuart and Lisa Sink. Um, you know, Stuart won the British Open, and Lisa is on our foundation board. They, um, they do a, a pro-am tournament for us, and uh, half, of the money, half of the money goes to our NICU because they had a baby early on in their, in their life, in their marriage, and uh, half of it goes to Obria, which used to be uh, the Pregnancy Resource Center. And uh, Robin Mock is who is the executive director over at, at Obria. And we used to kid around at the golf terms. I said, Robin, you get the babies here, and if they're sick, we'll make them better. So it's kind of a tag team thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it turned out that Robin's grandbaby, Finley Kate, was born at 26 weeks. Wow. And she spent 105 days in our NICU. And her dad, Jeff, uh, was so inspired by the care that they got at Gwinnett Medical. He is a nursing student for uh, uh, neonatal intensive care now and wants to work at Gwinnett Medical Center because of, you know, us saving you know, through the grace of God and those doctors and nurses over there, we saved that baby. And uh, Finley Kate is now two years old. What a story. Yeah, it was great because, you know, Robin and I would just kid around that about that before, but then it was true. Yeah, then it, then it really comes it home. Really, it really came home. Well, I know I've been through it. Uh, we took a tour one time with the Rotary uh, mosaic that you're into and we went through there and and just really got an up close personal look at it and it was just if your heart doesn't just go crazy when you're in there there's something wrong with you yeah greg uh, and tammy Shemate were very generous they gave us a, a, a neonatal transport which is basically recreating the you know the the unit in a very small miniature mm-hmm. way that can fit on an ambulance where you can actually fit two so if there is a situation, and we already had one, so if there was a situation where there are two emergencies at once, you know, we had to say, okay, we'll go here and then we'll go there. Well, they enabled us to go two places at one time, or if they're, or if they're twins that were born, you two different, you know, um, 
uh, transport units that were able to do that. So that, that was 100% philanthropy. And the doctors over in the NICU, um, they solely funded our uh, cool cap system, which cools down the, the baby's um, uh, blood because uh, if there's a lack of oxygen to the brain too long, that can cause damage. Well, you hear about these stories of people falling through the ice mm-hmm. and they're down underwater for 10 minutes. Well, it, and they don't have anything wrong with them when they're revived, and it's because they're, they're cool. They're clo- they're, they've been cooled down. Well, when you deliberately cool down a baby that's been oxygen-deprived... Um, it does the same thing. It does the same thing, and those doctors paid for it out of their own pocket, 100%. So it's just like there's so many inspirational stories like that. There are so many people in our county of Gwinnett that are philanthropical, and that just out of the goodness of their hearts it, it those stories of, of people like that can go on and on and on in Gwinnett uh, it amazes me because you go to a lot of the other counties there's a lot going on but I really think that Gwinnett's kind of well ahead on that as far as the people that step up well I be, you know I believe it's part of health care I think that people that I mean research is showing that people that are generous they live longer Absolutely. About seven years on average, and they're happier. And, you know, I like to say that we assign meaning to money. And people laugh at me when I say that because they think I'm going to go after their wallet. But I really do mean that. Um, I think that we have the privilege. Um, I like to say that, you know, and I'm going to quote a guy named Henry Rosso, who was kind of the grandfather of fundraising. But fundraising, it's the gentle art of teaching people the joy of giving. And that's what it is. I mean, you're helping. I never heard that. That's good. You're helping people assign meaning to what what they've what what they have and and uh, and that's a that's a mission well you can't that's the old saying you can't take it with you <laughs> so why not do good with it while you're here yeah i've never seen a u-haul truck attached to a hearse <laughs> i hear you um you know have y'all got any more campaigns going on different campaigns that are coming up or yeah so we're in the, we're in what we call the next generation campaign right now and we're focusing on recruiting and retaining talent like i talked about before Transformative technology is another thing that we're focused on. We want the very best equipment, the state-of-the-art equipment. We um, we got a gift uh, not too long ago for what they call the, I like to say it, it's electro-navigational bronchioscope for lung nodules. Star Trek. Yeah, basically it's like a, a hair-sized probe that goes into your lungs without having to open somebody up. And if there's a questionable mark, it can go up there, and these little teeny tiny microscopic hand can grab just a little bit of it and take it out and then do a biopsy to decide if they need to do anything else wow. it's very it's minimally invasive um so that's kind of transformative technology we're raising money for 3d imaging for breast cancer called tomosynthesis and so um you know and the, the graduate medical education relates to recruiting and retaining attracting talent um the other area that we've been focusing on a lot is um is plan is plan giving and um you know one of the things that we started not too long ago was what what's called a charitable gift annuity program and it's a way that the foundation can pay donors and I know that that sounds strange but Mm -hmm. I'll try and um, explain it Um, if a donor gives let's say a hundred thousand dollars to Gwinnett Medical Center Foundation uh, we can enter into a contract with them where we agree to pay them a percentage of that based on their age for the rest of them rest of their lives so let's say if you're 70 years old and you give the hospital foundation $100,000, we might say, okay, we'll give you 5% of that for the rest of your life. The income that you receive from the foundation is taxed at a lower rate than if it were ordinary income. And you get an immediate tax deduction um, 
then whatever's left over at the end of the donor's life comes to the foundation. Usually it's about, we book it as like a 50% gift. So about 50,000 of that 100,000 will end up coming back. But it's, I like to think of it as a part of a well-rounded portfolio. You know, mm-hmm. people have, uh, you know, stock or they might have some land, they might have some, some bonds, they might have their, you know, their home. Um, but having a charitable gift annuity, something that they're going to have income for life that can take care of the car payment and, and the, uh, the light bill um, and get a charitable deduction for it, and they're able to do something good with it, it's a, it literally is a win-win for everybody. So we've done several of these charitable gift annuities and part of our plan giving program. And, you know, we, we encourage everybody to uh, just do a simple bequest. Include uh, Gwinnett Medical Center Foundation in your estate plans, in your will, um, you know, put us in for 10% of the residual estate, which is after everything else is taken care of, whatever's left over, give 10% of it to the to the hospital foundation. And uh, that's a terrific idea. We'll be good. We'll be great stewards of it. And I like that uh, where you're giving a percentage, but I've never heard of that uh, done like that. That that's very interesting. You have to be a 501c3 charitable nonprofit in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, if someone went out and got a commercial annuity, they're probably going to get a little bit more than 5%. But after the charitable deduction, there's an effective rate of return of seven, eight, nine, sometimes ten and eleven percent um, to the to the donor. So it really, it's a it, it's a win-win. Like it's a said. win-win. And besides, uh, maybe giving giving stock is probably the most beneficial thing to a donor because they can deduct the full fair market value, and we don't pay capital gains. So a lot of people will make a gift out of uh, out of uh, appreciated stock, and and uh, that's. That's a good way um, to make a, a difference too. That sounds fantastic. You doing any events like fishing trips or anything else coming up? Well, I'm always trying to get yeah, an excuse to go. My, my boss says, "My boss, golf, that golf outings." Yeah, my boss Phil Wolf said, "So you're going fishing again, huh, Jay?" And I was like, "Yeah, we named the Heart Center on that boat." So yeah, okay, we'll name another center. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll tell you what's coming up. And I mean, this is I'm so glad that you asked me about this because we want to um, we want it. To be a helicopter-worthy event, we are going. We want it to be like Woodstock out there. We're having some, an event on October the 26th. It's called Paint Gwinnett Pink, and all, the money is for local uh, breast cancer survivors. Um, we also help people get to their appointments. Believe it or not, there are people that you know just can't afford to pay to get to their the transportation yeah transportation vouchers um but also transformative technology like the 3d imaging so all of the funding goes to Gwinnett breast center um at Gwinnett medical and it's a 5k walk run which is great for me because i'm not gonna i mean man if i ran a 5k run i don't think i care if i died yeah, but i can I walk probably it would be <laughs> i can definitely walk it um, but we're going to be at the striper stadium october 26th uh Registration starts at 7 o'clock in the morning. The, the walk run starts at 9, and we're going to have barbecue and hot dogs and hamburgers for everybody afterwards. Um, Some of that good low-calorie, yeah, you know, well, healthy you, food. You know, you gotta, you've burned a lot of calories after that, so you need to, you know, it's kind of a recovery. There you go. A recovery meal. I've used that phrase a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say everything in moderation, even moderation. Yep. Um, but, yeah, go to paintgwinnettpink.org. Um, that's P-A-I-N-T-G-W-I-N-N-E-T-T, pink, P-I-N-K, dot org, and start a team. Um, and if you don't want to start a team, then just, uh, you know, participate. It's, I think it's like $35 to, to sign up, and, again, all that money stays local, and um, 
we just want it to be a huge event. We had about 2,000 people last year, and I want to double it every year. Oh, that would be a, that would be a terrific goal, a terrific accomplishment if you can do that. The um, all right, let's see what else can we talk about. How about uh, we talked about that? Are you still in Boy Scouts? Oh yeah, Boy Scouts. I'm still on the uh, the corporate board. Um, we uh, we've been doing that for for years. I think, uh, gosh, probably eight years now. And we ran the Lawrenceville campaign this year. Um, Scooter Bullock and I did that, and we got our, our $40,000 goal, and um, that's just a, it's a, it's a great organization. You know, a lot of kids, you know, I've, I've said before, you know, some of the best people I've ever met have grown up in, in single-parent uh, households and just had angel mothers and angel grandmothers. But I will also say in my personal opinion that, I, you know, I think that one of the biggest problems that we have in the nation right now is too many dads are giving up. Yep, and um, you see, you see the, um, the the negative fruit of that all over the place. Um, Boy Scouts give uh, a little bit of that back, um, a lot of that back, and it gives those kids an opportunity to, uh, you know, learn things that maybe uh, just dads are going to uh, teach them. Um, you know, but it's also in- inclusive for for moms to teach them things that they might not know that they need to teach. Uh, their sons and you know the the Girl Scouts are also a great organization but I, I think that investing in those young men uh, is so critically important not only to them but our whole society and the Boy Scouts just do a fantastic job of um, camping teaching them how to how you know how to how to live you know and how to how to survive and um, you know take responsibility and, and help others and you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a rotary. You know, it's service above self, and in so doing, you're 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 discovering and identifying, um, assigning meaning to yourself. There you go. You know, it's and it's not just about the lack of fathers and stuff. It also it gives the boys some good companionship, some good camaraderie, and you know, among a healthy learning to develop healthy relationships with good people. And, you know, it gives them something to do, gets them out of themselves, gets them out of, get them out of that playground in their mind, and keeps them out of trouble. Or, or play, playground on their device. I mean, I'll tell, exactly. tell you what, you know, if we, we cut them off, you know, we're going out in the woods, they're not going to be able to get reception anyway, and that's good. That's yep. a good thing. You Leave know. that stuff behind. Leave that stuff behind. Oh. Well, I tell you, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, having you come in. Uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you about the Gwinnett Medical Foundation, and uh, let's, can you repeat some of those email addresses and maybe a, a telephone number? Absolutely. You can go to gmcgiving.org. That's Gwinnett Medical Center, you know, uh, giving.org. But you just gmcgiving.org. That's our website. Um, if you want to call us, we're always there. 678-312-8500 is our, is our direct line. And, um, you know, you can... Again, go to Paint Gwinnett Pink to see how you can be a part of that um, big event that's coming up uh, in October. Um, we also have um, a donor appreciation gala every year uh, for our thousand dollar donors. That's usually in February. Last year we had Jeff Foxworthy as our uh, yeah, guest speaker. Cool. Vince Gill has been there before, and you know uh, we get uh, corporate sponsorships to pay for all of that. So it's it's and those are marketing dollars that we otherwise wouldn't get. So I like to. 
you know, halfway kids sometimes that there are corporation marketing and advertising dollars that pay us to thank our donors. <laughs> hey, it works. Yeah, so uh, that's a fun event. Uh, it's a Cornerstone Society Gala. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, uh, our Mason Golf Tournament um, in May each year. So those are th- three different ways that you can volunteer or get involved. But go to gmcgiving.org to, to find out more. I need to keep an eye out for that May golf tournament. So so we maybe we can get in there as paradigm. Yeah, that'd be great. But um, thank you again. I want to also just say a quick little note for by my sponsor, uh, Sosby Garage at 200 Bay Creek Roads in Loganville, Georgia. Uh, phone number 678-625-2127, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. They are, same-day service is available for a lot of repairs, and like people like me, I've got, you know, just 14 uh, service vehicles out there, so you know I want them taken care of, but more important is my own personal ones, <laughs> and I trust him with anything I've got. So take a look at Sosby's Garage. So I want to thank you again, and for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember that you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning, or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, then, of course, click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses, related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Jason Chandler. And for the producers, Mike and Trey, I'm Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.